bonus podcast we've got a special extra long episode for you today featuring an interview with uh, <laughs> i forgot what your name was then michael michael, michael you're Gemma, and we attack it too i'm not involved in this you were at the beginning you said hello to him we're talking to charlie de Mello today he's gone he's gone from coronation street but we just clung on to him for a little bit longer every good to, to say a jolly good goodbye and uh, find out basically yeah, what it, why he left, what it was like, you know, filming all those exit yeah. scenes and everything and just talking to him about as much as we could. <laughs> and, and it ended up going on for a little bit longer, longer than we thought it would. This is like by far our longest interview we've done on the podcast. And there is a YouTube version as well of this, by the way. So if you're listening to this just through your ears, you might want to um, consider treating your eyes to a little bit of um, Charlie DeMello as well. There's definitely something for your eyes to feast upon, I think. It's not just talking about me being in this is either, is it? <laughs> Well, you're wearing your nice top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. There, there are a couple of references in the in the in the interview to to things that are happening on screen, like my lovely Imran top that I'm wearing and his lovely Conversation Street top that he's wearing. But yes, 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 you're fine to to listen to this version if you fancy. But yeah, it is it is on YouTube right now if you want to go and listen to it as well. So, um, without further ado, because as I said, this does go on for quite a long time. Here is our exit interview. Makes me sad just to say it. With Charlie DeMello. Today on the podcast, I'm happy to be joined once again by Charlie DeMello, but also distraught to this may well be the last time he comes on for a chat about his character, Imran Habib, following his tragic death on Wednesday. He played a hugely popular character on Corrie for just shy of 400 episodes, and it really is an honour to count him as a friend of the podcast too. Charlie, lovely to see you again. How are you doing? Lovely to see you, Michael, as always. When jaw dropped when you said 400, I couldn't yeah, believe it, that. It, almost 400, it's been quite a lot, hasn't it? You squeezed quite a few in, especially over this past uh, well, past six, seven months or so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I packed them in for sure, yeah. <laughs> I was very sort of the bottom heavy, as it were, my tenure. Yeah, yeah. Now, Charlie, would you mind just standing up and, and flashing your T-shirt for us, please? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There we go. Look at that. See, Charlie's got his Conversation Street T-shirt on. I've got my Imran Habib polo shirt. On. <laughs> we didn't even. Which we did not coordinate. We didn't coordinate that, by the way. I was wondering. Um, I'm going to look like such an idiot if I'm wearing this. I was kind of hoping that you would wear that as well. <laughs> right. Nice to see it. Now, Charlie, the, the biggest question on everyone's lips this week is, "What's happened to the beard?" Never mind. The yeah. Guy. Where's the beard? Well, it's um, it was it was a. Uh... A sort of decision I'd made when I first started there, this is going to sound a lot sort of warblier and worthy than it actually is, but I made, I made the decision there to always maintain a sort of relatively consistent character look so that in the event that I did move on, um, or it would be a relatively sort of easy change in order to kind of um, get out of that... Um, a uh, little box or the little bubble of Coronation Street that you know that now it's like a definitive it's a statement of intent mm. I I have gone I am uh, you know I am uh, you know an actor in my own right I am I have the capacity to look different ways and act in different ways and you know all this other stuff and so I, I decided whilst I was there 
to keep the one thing, have a, a you know, apart from when COVID was going on, when you couldn't get a haircut, but to have a fairly sort of severe parting, you know, the, the, you know, the kind of consistency with the costume and the beard was part of that as well. So then the moving on, you can't really tell now because one, I've got a hat on and two, it's, you know, it's too short to really make a difference anyway. But the hair's slightly different. The beard's gone. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm represent, I'm wearing the best t-shirt ever made. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's as simple as that, really. Nice. No, well, we remember back to your first episode when you had um, quite the bushy beard going, didn't you? Yes, I looked very different there. That was, well, that was, I don't know if I've told that story on the podcast before, but that was, that was partly, well, entirely down to the fact that I was um, in the middle of doing another job because I booked Corey whilst I was doing a play um, in, in London where I had to look really kind of bedraggled and uh, basically kind of the elevator pitch for the character was that you literally every scene he's sort of being woken up from under a train like that <laughs> have that as being your kind of your impetus Charlie and I was like okay I guess I can I guess I can go for that so when I started working at Corey and I had to be this sort of cut uh like uh, straight laced and 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 sort of well put together lawyer god love them the hair and makeup department had a, had a job to do because they had to kind of fashion this weird trumpian mess <laughs> on top of my head into something that looked like something resembling respectable but i i think it's safe to say that that the it, it was a hill that was too big for any of them to climb well that that excuses the beard but what about that terrible mancunian accent that is entirely me that is entirely my fault <laughs> that was a a what, what's the word for now a, a a a cockiness i guess in my like like oh yeah mank I can, I, yeah i can do mank like yeah you know i can i can knock that out in an afternoon and then getting onto set because the, the the thing i was trying on the day is that it's it's always easier to go bigger and be asked to go smaller mm. as opposed to starting off small and then being asked to go bigger it's a it's it they're essentially the same thing, but one feels much more difficult than the other. So I just went, okay, I know, I know, Mank, and also I'm going to go big, as, <laughs> and with the assumption that someone might go, Charlie, maybe turn it down a little more. Um, but that's that's just not how it really works over there. You have a lot of autonomy as an actor um, yeah. over there, and how how you play things, which having come from the theatre was not something I was particularly used to. So it was a combination of my own um cockiness really really misplaced self-confidence in in my ability to do a mank accent and um and and yeah my my attempt at kind of just trying to kind of make an impact i'm starting i'm big <laughs> and it was just this broad like gallagher-esque nonsense it was terrible and people need to thankfully to it don't they if, i mean it's been a long time now it's a bit like you know when you go back and watch the first series of the simpsons or something it's like oh their voices are quite different back now. yeah 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 like I mean, it doesn't sound like walter matow anymore yeah yeah for sure <laughs> right um people noticed a few days ago um uh, that you posted a picture of yourself on um on the on reddit and and, uh, and twitter and that's how we noticed that the beard was gone so um what what made you decide to do that ama on reddit that, that came out of the blue i think didn't it yeah it was honestly it was um like i i have i have been sort of lurking on that subreddit for 
a while, like for a good chunk of my tenure there. Like I've always found it really helpful to like, like yourself and Gemma and, uh, you know, and, and, and other, other kind of resources to, to kind of hear what, how these things are going down. How, how are these things being read? Cause you, because the one benefit really, unlike other shows that Corey's turnaround is so quick mm -hmm. that I can do a scene six weeks later, you guys are then responding to it. And then I can re I can, I can remember having filmed there as opposed to other stuff where you have to wait months, if not years. Um, and so I can go, okay, that was working. That's not working. This is working. And because stuff that I do on the day, I might be thinking, well, this is, I, I this is a, a really, sad scene and everyone once airs thinks it's really funny or vice versa i go oh okay so that's how that's being read okay i can kind of now extrapolate what of my performance is being read in this way and kind of adjust accordingly yeah. um not which isn't to say that i was sort of catering necessarily it was just a kind of um you know if you pull a face it might, you know, somebody might think you're doing a, a silly face or somebody, somebody might think you're doing a really sad face. And it, you, it, you might not necessarily be aware, like your intention and its, its um, effects, they aren't, they, they aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah. So to kind of see it almost in real time as far as filming uh, stuff is concerned, uh, was really good. Um, and so I've, well, oh no, I've gone on a complete tangent. So basically um, to go to the Reddit thing, I, I did so they yeah so they to me have been a really valuable resource and they've been uh, a community that I have enjoyed being a, well not so much being a part of but kind of like lurking on the okay. kind of fringes yeah. of, um, and so I just thought it'd be fun I just thought it'd be nice to kind of uh, pop my head in and go above the parapet and go hello uh, I'm here um, and uh, and and just sort of yeah just talk about the show because I like the show I love the show and I love. The community that it's kind of engendered and so yeah just kind of like you know dive in and 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 uh uh like properly get um a chance to um engage with with uh other fans of the show and so yeah that that's essentially what it was it wasn't um a kind of you know because there was there were a couple of people there that were talking about me having given back of, and things like that which I, I that kind of made me a little uncomfortable because it's like that implies that one me just chatting is worth a damn anyway and two it implies that i've kind of actively been taking things from people yeah. so I, i'm taking stuff from you so now i'm just going to give a little back so it wasn't really that it was more just i like the show you guys like the show let's let's chat about the show i have a bit of an insight into the show which you guys might not have having worked on it for as long as i have so I'm, you know, I might be someone that that your that whose opinion might matter for something. So that was all it was really. I think it went down really well from uh, from what I saw people posting on there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So let, let's let's get on to what we we're not here to talk about beards, are we today? We're here to talk about your exit from as <laughs> week. Why why have you done it, Charlie? You need to defend yourself now. Why have you left? Because I'm not happy about. Why it. have I left? <laughs> yes, I know. Well, that. For for ever you know ever since the scripts came through, it's it's a week that I've been really worried about because I I didn't know if people would care. I didn't know if 
if people would not just be happy to see the back of me or 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 even worse wouldn't even notice that I'd gone at all (laughs) um so that for one thing now like I'm just so so pleased that it's gone down as well as it has but for as to my reasons as to why it was like it was it was a two it's a two-pronged thing really Mm. so like I I had had and this is nothing to do with the job by the way like this is this is um I've noticed in a couple of the articles it's not really led with this aspect of it which I kind of understand but nothing to do with the job my first couple of years there were quite tricky they were they were they were difficult in their own way and I was ready in um when would it have been in early 2020 Mm. to have to 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 kind of throw my hands up and go look you know my time here has been very very difficult again just to add extra um clarification not to do with the job it was a personal life thing um and i was kind of ready to just draw a line under it and go you know what i i did my best i really did try um but this is just this has not been a a super fun experience for me Again, the job was brilliant, but just the whole kind of having moved to Manchester on my own and yeah, yeah. and and all, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then COVID hits, it kind of was like, oh, oh maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe put that resignation letter into it in a drawer. Um, <laughs> and um, and but like, funnily enough, and I, I, I've been the, sort of the strangest, almost beneficiary of the pandemic was that one, the the show never went dark. So we were always in work, which was amazing. Mm. And two, just the kind of camaraderie and the kind of the the kind of vibe of, well, we've got to, we've got to pull together. We've got to, we've got to get the show on the air because if we, if, if, if we don't, then, then it will, it will, it will go off the air and it'll, it, the show will be, will suffer for it. Mm. And I then had such a brilliant time with it. I, I was, Almost immediately, once we got back from the pandemic, I was put in the room with um, Shelley and then Barty and and all of their their plot, which was so well put together. And to, to have been a small part of that, and then subsequently the 60th anniversary, and then uh, working with Millie, and then having more to do with Georgia, it was just like this is this is just a joy. Like every day is a joy. There was not one day where I felt like I went to quote unquote work. Mm. It was, it, it was just like every day was just brilliant and a challenge and, and it, like, everything that, that I, I could have ever wanted from any one job. Mm. And, but it was that kind of realization of, Oh no, I'm having a real good time here. And I don't have a a mortgage. I don't have kids. I don't have a spouse. I don't have any number of things that would necessitate needing consistency. Like yeah. I was liking the consistency, but I didn't need it in that in that kind with a capital N. And so I, I kind of realized that oh no, I I need to go now hmm. because if if I don't, then I won't. Yeah. Like I, because I'm enjoying the job so much, and there, I, there is a 
a line in the sand somewhere, I don't know where, where you do a job like that for X amount of time and then you are that person, you are that, um, you're yeah. associated, you know, in it, which is no bad thing, but it just, it could potentially make it more difficult to be seen as being capable of other things possibly. I don't know if it's as bad as it used to be. It certainly used to be a real kind of albatross around your neck. I don't know, I don't think it's that bad, but just I wanted to make sure that that was a line that I I didn't I didn't cross as well. So there's a couple of things there going on. No, that makes sense. And um Georgia was one of the first person people you told, wasn't she? Yes, that's right. No, I sorry, say that again. Before you told the bosses, Georgia was one of the first people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I told her first. Um can you just hold so up your whiskey glass to the camera? Just show us. Oh that. yes, sorry. Yeah, no. This is my um, my 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 leaving gift. I don't, hang on, do I need to hold my hand behind? No, it? I can see it. Which is it. which is my uh, my that's my start date there. That's the first episode of of Imran that ever aired, which would have been um, Rana's of second wedding, yeah. which also is where that horrible broad man in it. So if you if you it's on YouTube, you can find it. It's I terrible. Seen it. <laughs> Did you did you get that glass for yourself, or was it a gift from someone? That was a gift. It was it was a um um a, a leaving gift from which I think this because there were a couple of little bits that I was so kindly given. I think this thing was spearheaded by oh oh actually no maybe not anyway. But the the, the people that spearheaded the lot were uh, Georgia, obviously um, um, Sally Carmen, Jane Danson, Sally and Matthews, um, Millie uh gibson um so yeah so it's, it's one of those guys it's one of those guys that so kindly got it for me they 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 know me well enough to know what i like <laughs> so anyway we were talking about um you were telling georgia first weren't you about uh, your your intentions to leave the show i've seen it happen before where someone leaves and then the people that are kind of directly connected to them they they can kind of some sometimes go a little adrift and um, it takes, because especially if it's kind of late notice uh, exit. Um, so, I, and, and it takes time for the next kind of um, long-term story conference to come around again before these people can kind of get put back in the mix. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that she had more than enough notice to, um, you know, if she wanted to go upstairs and pitch stuff, because she's so unbelievably whip smart and so um, sort of um, engaged with the show that she would she would be able to do that. She would be able to go upstairs and go, look, this is a good route for Toya to take. These are the kind of relationships that would be good to forge. These are the trials and tribulations. Um, and so I made sure that she was aware first. And it was just the funniest thing, because I had kind of girded myself to tell her and for about two or three weeks I just avoided doing it it felt like I was I was breaking up with her honestly like it was just the worst and so what I eventually eventually did was I bumped into her and she kind of noticed that I had a bit of a furrow in my brow and looked a little bit kind of perturbed yeah and she goes um Charlie are you are you okay and I, I and I go okay no no if not now if not now then never I won't do it. I said um, uh, Georgia can I can I just can I have a word? And she was terrified because she for some reason despite the fact that she's the loveliest person in the world 
she thought that she had done something wrong that she had somehow annoyed me which is literally impossible for her to have done and so it's uh we sat outside on the bench which is for those that haven't been to the studio um it's basically the front of the hospital mm. is, is what they use it for often there's a little bench out there and i just sort of sat her down there and just said um um so georgia um um I'm, I'm not going to be um, re-signing your contract. And she just took this huge sigh of relief because she was like, I thought I'd annoyed you. And I was like, oh, oh you seem really pleased that I'm leaving because she just done this, ah. Oh. That's so fast. Oh, so she was very supportive then, that's good. That's, yeah. She's a very lovely person, isn't she? But... No, the best, the best. Mm-hmm. So how, how does it work when you come to not sign your contracts? How quickly do things then start moving you know, with like, okay, so this is how we're gonna write you out and so on. Did, did the wheels start turning quite quickly? I I think they had to, yeah, because they, they do um, long-term story stuff um, a year or more in advance. And I had given them nine months notice, as far as I knew at that point, because yeah. my contract was up in November of last year. Um, so I had given them what I thought was more than enough time, because the, the thing is, you don't want to give necessarily too much time because then that becomes very easy for them to just kind of quietly write you out and just put you on the shelf for the remainder of your tenure. Not necessarily saying they would do that, but it'd be easy for them to do it. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to leave it, uh, would leave them too little time because one, that's going to be really annoying for them. And two, you're likely just going to get bunged in the back of a cab and have like, cause there's no buildup. You have no opportunity for buildup. So there's, um, so there's a sweet spot there, which I I, I thought I kind of managed to find. Mm. Um, but the way it ended up working out was Ian, I, I had said to Ian on a Zoom call similar to this, um, look, I want to make it very clear to you now that if there is anything that you need me to stay for and finish up after my contract is done, I am 100% here for it. Like I am... I, I love the show. I don't want to be the person that kind of takes my toys and goes home. Like I'm, I want to leave and kind of, if, if possible, make, you know, have a kind of knock on effect onto whatever's going to be next, kind of be a catalyst for something else. And he went, oh, right, brilliant. Okay. Can you stay till May? I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay, I thought I didn't. I thought it was going to be a couple of weeks just to kind of like <laughs> tie up the loose ends. But no, can you stay for a further six months? Which at the time I was a little bit like kind of doing that kind of blinking meme. Um, but it was, it was, I'm so, so glad that that's how I ended up working out. Cause I think had I left last November, I wouldn't have been ready to say goodbye to, to the place, to the people, to all of it. Like, having had that extra time it's meant that i feel so much more kind of at peace with the decision to have moved on because i feel like i i got i was able to wring out every last drop of my time there and just experience everything i could and be as present as i could and and smell every rose um along the highway so <laughs> so i'm really then. grateful for that yeah you must have known back then that he he wanted to make it the britain's got talent week then if he asked you to stay till may and that's a, that's quite a big one isn't that? that's a good week to go that's that's the big week of the year it, yeah i mean it's not something i i kind of considered at the time um 
because I, I you know as someone that's not an avid watcher of Britain's Got Talent um I I, no. I I didn't know I didn't know that that's when the Britain's Got Talent week was um and also it was far enough um uh it was uh, like it was it, it, there was there was far it was far enough away that we hadn't gotten the scripts or anything like that so i didn't know that it, oh these are consecutive days or any you know what i mean yeah 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 which um that in itself was uh, really good for me i thought like I, I i really liked the fact that it was presented that way and it was the the it was such a sort of singular story week that um that was that was something that's was yeah that was yeah that I I, I just um really grateful for because I I I personally am really grateful for the way in which it went down I think that's at least partly down to the way in which it was presented too so the, the whole BGC thing is 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 brilliant now in sort of hindsight but I didn't know it at the time yeah yeah um so the, i guess when the beginning of the story really was the moment when imran slept with abby wasn't it uh, where, where were you and when you found out that that was going to happen and that, <laughs> well um it was it was the evening of last year's baftas uh it was when i found that out <laughs> was um and we we were getting beamed in from the uh from the rovers set yeah, and myself and our uh, our assistant producer, uh, um, uh, we we'd had a little too much to drink, <laughs> and she says, um, "You're never gonna guess who you sleep with," and she left just enough of a pause for my brain just rattled through every single person's name in the entire cast, and I was going, "Oh God, no! They're gonna do a Kelly. They're gonna do a Lolita. They're gonna do oh, Kelly." No. On I was just my heart was just sinking, yeah. and then she went, "Abby," <laughs> and I was like, "Fantastic, brilliant!" Because <laughs> it was like it's well, one, it wasn't that awful option that I was thinking of, and two, it just meant oh, she brilliant! I get to do some stuff with Sally Carmen, so I was, I was buzzing, I was absolutely buzzing. So, and it's it's proven to be probably one of the. Like it's gonna like if my time there is gonna be defined by anything, you know, mm. sort of nervous shrug. Yeah. Um, then it probably is that it probably is my time with Stanley Carmen and beyond. So yeah, yeah. Were, were you aware back then that that would also mean fathering or her fathering him? No, you fathering her child. <laughs> um, I don't know if that aspect of it got told to me at the time. I think that might have been something I discovered in a script. I don't remember. That might have been one of those things you're just turning through and going, wait, what? What? <laughs> um, you, you must have seen some speculation so that, from fans or even from us on the podcast that Abby would end up with Imran's baby. So what was it like seeing all, all the speculation from people? You know, were you following on, looking at all the theories and stuff? I, I I dip my toe into into these things like I like I said like I've got a, a sort of lurking presence on the subreddit so um, so I do I do check in with these things once in a while I try not to be too too sort of slavish to that because then they're in madness lies so I try and just sort of check in satisfy my curiosity and then get out but the yeah the the whole um, uh, like especially in the before it was revealed who he'd had this one night stand with 
the the theories that were coming out were fascinating like the and also the potential story threads that people were kind of coming up with yeah were they weren't just like outlandish sort of ramblings <laughs> like some of them would like genuinely really well put together um <laughs> trains of thought and i was like oh god yeah that's that's a pretty good idea i remember they should have done that <laughs> um but um yeah so that it was but also it just there is something to be said particularly kind of these days and on a show like this where if it sort of sparks off a story sort of, um, that we tell kind of sparks off a kind of um the you know a level of interest in people and it kind of lets them kind of spin a yarn of their own yeah. like because that's it's 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 so it's fascinating it's fascinating and it's, and it's really kind of exciting in a way that it shows that how um invested people are and and yeah there's so there's something really exciting to that it's the kind of like it's the it's the kind of opposite opposite of apathy like it's it's a real kind of enthusiasm which is great yeah yeah so how did you feel then about finding out that you'd be killed off well well there's a story so <laughs> Because um, both Georgia and I, at this point, we were the only people in the in the cast that knew that I was going. Because we, I had been asked by Ian to keep it to our to keep it to myself. I said, "Well, it's a bit late. I've already told Georgia." So she said, "Well, just keep it amongst yourselves." So she and I, we um, we were holding on to this for the better part of a year. Really, it was, it was like 10 months. Yeah. Um, and we were getting towards the tail end of last year. And it was a case of, well, you know, Charlie, you're about to sort of enter the kind of final furlong of, of yeah. what you're doing here. You should really kind of, you know, find out what's going on. And Georgia, she, she kind of instigated um, the meeting with Ian over Zoom, um, which, um, and he he's he can spin a yarn, can Ian? Like he he had us on a Zoom call, and it was a work day. We 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 were due to start later on in the morning, so about about ten or eleven. And we we both sat down in our respective houses, and he just is talking. He's like, "So this is going to happen. There's going to be this. He's going to support her in the patern in the maternity sort of fight for custody. He's going to turn against her. He's going to think there's going to be drugs. There's going to be this. And blah, 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 and just, just information just spilling out of him at a rate of knots. Mm -hmm. and, and he gets towards, and we're like, Ian, Ian, we've got to, we've got to go. Like, what's the exit? What's the exit? <laughs> we're like, Ian, we've got to go. Like, you need to tell us what, what his exit is. All oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. So, okay. You cut to Leanne picking up a phone. Okay, her zoom in. Her face is is dark and kind of mysterious, but she's definitely gone to some bad news. And of course, Imran's died. And then we find out that there's been a car going. Is it? Wait, wait, Ian. <laughs> well, what did you just say? Can you can you can you rewind back a little bit? He goes, yeah, okay. So Leanne picks up the phone. No, 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 not no. Don't fast forward a little bit. Not the Leanne fit. What 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 was the thing you said about me? <laughs> he goes, well, of course, Imran dies. And I was, and when it was, was just like again. When, when, so when was this that you found out? This oh, would have been just for Christmas, right? Okay. Of last, yeah. Um, and initially, I was like, "Oh my god!" Because one, it means that I'm actually going to be getting like an exit, exit, and not just a you know, cheerio, yeah. you know, have, have a good time in I don't know, insert country here. 
Um, and and it also meant oh that definitely means that Georgia is going to be getting stuff to do um, as a result of me having left, which is which is why I told her first in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we finished the call, and then it kind of dawned on me. It was like oh that they really don't want me to come back, do they? <laughs> like they they're they're salt in the earth and kind of and and just making sure that nothing grows here ever again they're getting rid of and all so, the beeves aren't they they got rid of your dad yeah yeah, yeah. they're getting rid of you <laughs> we are we have uh we are, we we're allergic to to living beyond a certain age <laughs> um yeah so yeah mama had well mama had Toya by marriage, and then of course Alfie. So there is something of a That's, legacy that is true, yeah, living on. Um, <laughs> and I just hope that whoever they cast as a little kid is extra cute and extra good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so you knew back then that most of the details did you know that like you'd be collapsing there, you'd be in a crowd? No, 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 well, because they were still kind of a bit up in the air because I don't, I think they were kind of trying to one find the location for the crash because mm-hmm. um, initially it sounded like it was going to be careening sort of through a building oh, wow. and we kind of inside the rubble yeah so yeah. very much very evocative of what ended up happening to rana mm-hmm. um and um but no no that but that wasn't the way it ended up happening and he did kind of mention briefly that in my sort of final moments of life getting Toya out of the car that being that was one thing that always was part of it was getting get making sure gets her out of the car that when actually the chips are down and and his his own life is sort of heading towards its end he still he does go for Toya first and and in a kind of you know a kind of uh, the 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 bravado and the kind of like the lies and all all the stuff that he's kind of covered himself in that all that stuff falls away and when it's actually truly important the person he does go for is his, is his wife yeah um so that was always there that was always part of it okay I, I think at one point it was supposed to be kind of like teetering over the edge of something yeah. um as opposed to kind of going through something but it yeah. was kind of in flux for a little while but i kind of had the bare bones of it um for what would it have been four or five months before mm-hmm. we shot it yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, like, but it was only later Ian um, spoke to me. I say later, later after this initial Zoom call we had with him, where he got back to me and said, "No, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't because he because he, he is also quite sort of matter of fact in the way that he says stuff." Um, and so he said, "No, no, it wasn't like some easy decision. It wasn't like ding dong, the witch is dead. It wasn't anything like that. Um, it was genuinely a difficult decision, which was." Nice for me to hear, like you, yeah. you know, he's under no obligation to say that sort of thing to me. Um, and they had toyed with different alternatives, none of which really fit the character or the story. Yeah. So there were, I think, versions of three different options. So leaving, just leaving this back of a cab, insert a country here, off you go. Um, leaving with the baby. Yeah. Um, and then uh, potentially leaving with Abby. I think I might have actually made that one up, but that was certainly an option for me. And I thought, well, they're not going to get, they're not going to. Yeah, sorry, Sal. You're a... <laughs> like, like, no, no, like, like, 
you know whatever they're paying her isn't enough like that woman is the hardest working woman in this this or any industry as far as i'm aware she's yeah she's an absolute machine um and they'd be you know foolish to to let her go um especially to see an idiot like me off so do you think they made the right decision in the end i think so i think so i i there is there are versions of this like i like I, i've spoken about it before like the the you win death yeah yeah the gary the gary the, the, you know, right. the but that would have i don't know the redemption of gary the redemption of uh kelly um and they're kind of and then laura like the stuff with the the th- three of them plus maria of course mm. that was so good and and any any kind of fly in the ointment for that like you know i want no part of that like i'm I'm quite happy to leave that as it is because i thought it was brilliant um there is the option of him obviously having been going to prison uh or having um lied about his uh lied in court like that but i I just don't know if the actual term time for for a crime like that would be long enough yeah justify me not coming back was so, it, it nerve-wracking knowing that you absolutely couldn't come back to Coronation Street or you yeah, no, no, it was it was 100% because I had in the back of my head it wasn't a sort of uh a super kind of uh focal point because obviously I'm leaving for a reason like I'm leaving to you know go into the unknown and try these new things and do the stuff that kind of scares me again and and that, that actively makes me nervous um but all, always kind of in the in the back of my heart, in my back of my head, kind of thinking, oh, you know, the, the route that Georgia took in her career, going off, being unbelievably excellent in a whole host of different projects, trying a bunch of different things, um, you know, being front and center of say like Law and Order, and then being such a huge kind of cornerstone of of Casualty, you know, doing, uh, you know, working on the you know, the Alan Bennett film, mm. and all this stuff. Um, and, and but but was able to kind of come back and kind of be welcomed into the family again because that you know because that, that is what that place is it is a family and to be told that oh no that is not an option for you is that what oh yeah and also yeah just to clarify that what yeah you know, I unlike some actors which do they do request a kind of a final exit in in that yeah. way like I did not um, I I just wanted whatever what was whatever was best for the the plot and and especially for Georgia like whatever would would be the kind of good the best leaping off point for her um so the to be told that oh no you will never be coming back here and just just working purely statistically like I will never work with Georgia again I will never work with Millie I will never work with Jane I will never work with Sally Carmen and like those those that was when that kind of settled there was like yeah that was when the kind of the the breath got knocked out of me a little bit and went oh okay yeah no th- this is actually this isn't a kind of you know a whim anymore like this is a kind of decision that i have to metaphorically live or die by and like you know imran who literally had to die by it mm-hmm. um so yeah that 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 was certainly a difficult pill to swallow but also you know, the reason I will miss those people so much is because they're mates, but by rights, them being mates, I'm not going to be losing touch with them. I'm not going to not be seeing them. So that, you know, it, it, but I, you know, I had, I had enough time to kind of flip flop between kind of being desperately sad about it. And then also like, well, the reason I'm sad is because they're friends of mine and, 
I'll be seeing friends of mine because they're friends. You know, it was it was this weird sort of flip flop. Yeah, and but it yeah. was a great exit. I mean, you, you even got a whole trailer, didn't you? Let's talk about that for a little bit because uh, this was um, I'm what, so pleased when that went down. I'm so yeah. pleased. In, in all its camera spinning glory, t- tell mm. me, tell me a bit about what that was like to film because that that was great. I loved it. That was brilliant. I was so because I got a kind of mood board, um, sort of storyboard type thing about how it would look, what the kind of vibe of the thing would be, what the um, what would be expected of me. And, you know, these things are shot by uh, kind of an, uh, a, a crew that they bring in from outside. Um, they come in with their own equipment, they come in with their own ideas, um, none of whom have a kind of direct uh, link to Corey. And so there was, there is, or there was uh, at the time, a sort of worry that this thing's just been sort of concocted by a marketing department who've never seen the show, don't care about it, who've just been given a brief yeah. by uh, Corey themselves, and they've just sort of knocked something together, just go, okay, like, like what can we do for whatever the budget was? Mm. Well, we need it to fill 20 seconds. They went, okay, right, we're this. But the, the, the actual end product of a one is something I'm super pleased with. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, and, really good. Um, I thought it kind of told, not a story per se, but sort of gave a really kind of good sort of vibe as to what to sort of expect. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then the process of making it was really cool for me because obviously I was the one leaving and I was the one that was going to be going out into the world and experiencing new ways of shooting stuff and new crews, you know, and and new different types of camera equipment and sound equipment and and you know the, and and all that sort of stuff. So to kind of get a little little dip a little toe in the water back into the outside world while still in the kind of sa- relative safety of Corrie, yeah. it was brilliant for me because it, it meant that I still kind of felt like oh no I know what I'm doing I'm I'm in Rama you know I I I kind of have the kind of Imran head on so I'm I'm confident whilst also kind of going what's that what does that thing do. Who are you? <laughs> so all that stuff was brilliant. Yeah, no, I really... the, um, it was fun seeing the behind the scenes stuff that ITV put on their social medias as well. Like, Makes me look ridiculous. Because <laughs> <laughs> the trailer looks so cool, but like actually what I'm doing is flopping like a fish onto a crash mat. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though. I mean, and you you must have seen, well, I know you saw the uh, the trailer analysis that we did of it as well. <laughs> I did see that. Well, that trailer. <laughs> Honestly, I saw it and I thought, oh, 30 minutes, guys. I'm just going to have to pretend I saw it. I'm just going to skip through it. (laughs) Comment on it. But I ended up watching it. Like, it was like, obviously, it was, you know, irreverent and silly and whatnot, but it was genuinely really good. (laughs) <laughs> and then, but there were red herrings in there as well. Like Adam, we thought oh, he's going to have something to do with it, but he's he was barely featured in it this past week, did he? And Debbie, not he at may, all. He, he may not have featured in this week, but I think he's going to be. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, actually, I genuinely am saying this as I think because I I actually don't know. I I haven't seen these scripts. I don't work there anymore. No. Um, uh, but I think I think he's going to be um, getting involved in in you know getting properly stuck in in the. The aftermath like this was the kind of stone in the water yeah. and he'll be in the first sort of line of ripples yeah yeah well not probably left him in the lurch now haven't you if he, you know without him yeah well so well first todd and then uh and then oh, Imran. No. 
<laughs> um, so I, I know you used to shooting things all out of order in a soap, but how um, how chronologically were your final week shot? Were, was were the scenes in the crash the last thing that you shot, for example? Yes, no, my last day was my last day. Like the final moments of Imran being covered in that white sheet. Uh, that was the last thing I ever shot. And my entire last week, that was done chronologically. So the flashback scenes in the car, we would do, we did that stuff first. Of, you know, the kind of apology in her, you know, I hate you so much, Imran, I hate you so much. All that stuff was done first. And then it was the uh the crash itself and then the kind of waking up and the debris getting toy out the car uh, uh uh scaffolding falling down you know and then lying in the in in the road and cradling her and then i think it was the the that thursday where it was all the kind of ambulances and all the rest of it um because that in itself there's a there's a lot of people there's vehicles there was a pov shot going on like all that stuff takes a lot of time so but yeah, to answer your question, unlike most typical weeks, like my 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 exit was done chronologically, which was a huge help because to do something like the because I was literally lying in a puddle and like having these you know, slightly anemic chest compressions. I think it's safe to say. Um, and then, but then the idea of coming in the following Monday and going find a bit, please, Jenny. Yeah. It would be like, oh god, yeah, it yeah. kind of takes the it kind of takes the, the the pathos out of the whole thing. So to remember, actually remember what was running through your head as you were getting the chest compressions, as you were getting the 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 blanket pulled over you. Was there ever like a moment of oh what have I done? Just sit and bolt upright and just go, no, I'm fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, especially as as well, the, the, the point at which it really hit was when the scripts first came through and I read them on my own. Everyone else had gone home and I read them on my own in the green room one by one in their entirety. And to see it in black and white like that, it was like, oh, yeah, that's it. And it was a kind of, it wasn't like I didn't cry. I didn't kind of feel um, anything like acutely. It was kind of like an absence of something. It was just like a, like a real, I don't know. There was this really sort of uncanny feeling and which then got sort of taken over by kind of just looking up and around my, my surroundings and just going, I am, I am really going to miss this place. Yeah. Like that, you know, then that, that's as um, sort of simple as it was really. It was just, yeah, like all this, you know, it's, it's, it's been a huge part of my working life and my life, you know, proper. Mm. And yeah, to, to, to say goodbye to it was, because it, it had kind of been a sort of um, idea, if that makes sense. It had been, um, and then when you saw it in the scripts, it's like, oh yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's done. Yeah. It's time, it's yeah. time to go. It must have been quite fun doing all the action scenes leading up to it, though, because that, that must yeah. that must surely have been the most action-packed scenes you've ever had to film on Corrie, weren't they? I was kind of racking my brains trying to think of other things you've done like that, but I, I don't know whether yeah. you've anything that lived up to it. Yeah, probably. I've been beaten up a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, no, it would have been. It would have been. Um, and, cause, and also the thing that I liked about it is that it wasn't just, you know, 
walking away from an explosion whilst not turning back or anything like which would obviously be cool but it's like the stuff that i was doing it was telling you something about this guy yeah like he's been like because he's been lying so much lately and convincing himself so much of his own lies lately that to see him be selfless in that way it was like oh actually like when push comes to shove and the, the the fact that you know even as his you know his his life is sort of fading away the last thing that he tries to do is get into the ambulance with his wife yeah because he, he doesn't want to leave her side yeah and and, and um so like it, it was i mean like that for example just falling backwards i think it's not it's not a big stunt it's not a an especially impressive you know thing for people to see but it kind of told you a little bit about mm. about him um which did is then that's something you, i really like, like did you have to be taught like how to fall properly and were, were you like worried that you were gonna hurt georgia or anything when you were doing yeah it? no that was the main thing because like i i i kind of covered a lot of that stuff before like when i when i did my training a, a thousand years ago and on subsequent jobs like that the, the, like um, I've I've had to kind of fall and roll and tuck and do all that sort of stuff, and so that was less of an issue for me. But it's like I've never had to do it whilst holding someone, yeah, like against my body before. And Georgia, for those of you that have only ever seen her on TV that haven't seen her in in real life, she's like a beautiful little bird. Like I did, I was just, I just didn't want to kind of hurt her or, or break it because I'm, I'm quite a sort of stocky fella, and so I didn't want to just like crush her into, 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 into dust and what's it, grind her bones to make me bread. <laughs> um, so that was tricky, and that was genuinely tricky, and, um, and something that we did have to kind of go over it over again, and, and, this is something that that. I wouldn't usually do, but it's just like, I just wasn't feeling happy about the kind of the pulling out the car in the fall. And so I was like, like I'm just gonna, uh, sorry, Georgia is, is what she's known by. Um, I'm j I just wanna do it one more time and I just wanna kind of really give it some welly. Yeah. And and so I, I don't even know if that's the take they used, but um, it just meant that I wasn't, I, I just to satisfy my own kind of sort of actory uh, neuroses, to just have one that was like instead of tiptoeing around it um but yeah like and then and then like you know going through the the car and i was kicking a car door open and you know dancing around it as like pretending stuff's falling around me because you know because it's all it's all been comped yeah uh, very very well like i actually because i've watched that that sequence a couple of times now i think it's actually pretty seamless yeah it is it's good it's good I, yeah it was a bit of great we saw um because they put a behind the scenes stuff on the curry socials as well and we saw there was green screens for for bits of it but it did it looked um looked pretty good i thought yeah um so yeah it was all very very cool it was all very very cool and it just and again it was just like you know they're not just wanting to just quietly see me off like that like to see all this stuff happening around me you know stuff falling down and again and then you know they trashed like a couple of really fancy cars yeah. um, it's, it's like oh yeah no so like you know they're they're investing in in this part of my story 
yeah and yeah. So that was that it was just a sort of nice little bit of validation there a little sort of tip of the hat as i was yeah. leaving i saw that you had um stunt doubles as well didn't you what were they for yeah yeah well to, to be honest and and uh zav who who was mine who i actually need to there's a photo of him and i together which i should put up somewhere because it's uncanny like the dude is like it's such a good resemblance like it's crazy how much he looks like me um so what ended up happening is is well because they did the crash itself for one thing like big check for that um which i was not even present for let alone watching or anything i wasn't even on set that for, for that um but what ended up happening is like all the stuff that Claire and that Georgia and I ended up doing ourselves um, was stuff that they were kind of there in case. So if one of us didn't feel comfortable or both of us, then we could have swapped in, swapped out. So because Claire had her own um, uh, her own uh, uh, double whose name escapes me, I'm so sorry. Um, but like, so she could have come in and worked with me and done the kind of fall, or I could have left and 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 Claire and Georgia could have worked with Zav. Um, so, but what ended up happening is that I was just super, super keen to, uh, do it all myself. Cause I was, I was just like, I want, this yeah. is it, this is it for me. Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be here anymore. Like I'm not gonna get another chance to do any of this stuff. So I wanted to do everything I could that I was legally allowed to do, which turned out to be most of it apart from the crash. Yeah. yeah. And the, they, what I noticed when I watched it is that there are drone shots of the car as it's driving and Georgia and I, we weren't driving then. That would have been um, um, uh, the, the uh, our doubles. Yeah. Um, and um, when she hits the brakes and goes, why don't you just get out? We actually did shoot that sequence, but it was of us, the camera was on us in the car and mm-hmm. we shot that somewhere else entirely, mm-hmm. miles and miles away. So when they had the exterior of like the, the exterior, the kind of wide shot of the brake lights of the car, because that is essentially round the corner from where all of the ambulances and everything were. Oh yeah. In the kind of like uh, the glassworks, glassworks. Mm. So they, that was the glassworks when we actually shot the stuff that Claire, um, Georgia and I did uh, in, oh God, where were we? We were not far from the Etihad. We weren't a million miles from there. Mm. So they, they did all that kind of stuff, all the kind of um, the wide shots of the driving and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, plenty, and they're and they're, and they're incredibly accomplished. And I I'll be giving Zav a call um, anytime. I'll be that this kind of thing is required of me because again, I cannot state how uncanny the resemblance is. Like I I, okay. I kept doing double takes of him because he's wearing the suit, he's got the hair, all the stuff. So he had the beard. I was like, good God. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm happy to just go and sit in the Winnebago for a bit if you want to get, if you want to take over. <laughs> so, what was it like watching the episodes this past week? Then, did did you sit down with your with your glass of whiskey or, or whatever to? No, I did. To no, I, did. I did. I I in typical fashion, I I I I wouldn't watch the episodes live even if I could. Um, I always wait for them to go up on the um the hub. Mm. Um. Because I just can't bear the idea of everyone watching it at the same time as me. There's something about that that, that <laughs> it's like ah, oh, it feels slightly more private to watch it later. I don't know why. It makes no sense, but it, that's you know that's me. Um, and yeah, I, I had my my beautiful leaving gift, and I've been sort of sipping away whilst watching it, and just 
once I'm once then once the episode's done to kind of do the obligatory doom scroll. And the the main thing is is like obviously it's incredibly sad for me and the finality of it because up until this last week I've still felt very much kind of connected to the place because walking around um, um like I felt I know I'm still you know part of yeah. the team as it were mm. and then the, with the finality of the, the last week it was like oh no no that's that's me done I'm now an uh I'm an ex member of this of this company um so that obviously was very sad but just the fact that it went down so well like that that was it was it was it, it, it just made it just took the sting out of the week so much because it the, the fact that it was in some way meaningful to people and also also surprising because the thing about the 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 leak earlier in the year of me leaving at all mm. the thing that i was most sort of disappointed and annoyed about is that it was gonna it was gonna be a case of Oh, people going, oh, well, I guess he's going now. I guess he's going now. I guess this is a, you know, like it, it would just sort of take the the sort of surprise out of the thing. But the fact that it seemed to have been a surprise, even yeah. to you, and you knew, you knew before, or, you know, you knew probably, you know, legitimately that I was going. Yeah. The, the fact that, that it happened on that Wednesday. And yeah, it wasn't expected. Well, and also the fact that, because it was written in the script that Imran just sort of slips out of view. Mm. And I was like, oh no, that could that's good. Because he's basically like midway through talking and he kind of just dies on his feet, which is like if you've been bleeding internally, like your heart and your heart just stops, then of course you're just gonna just stop, like you and just stop speaking. Uh, so I mean, it would be horrifying in real life. But I was like, I, I was just thinking, oh on camera, that's gonna look so silly. That's <laughs> not gonna look right. That's just gonna it's it's just it's just gonna look like I, mean, I don't know, like the kind of the reverse of the Undertaker sitting up of me, just like eyes rolled back and just straight as a board and just fall. <laughs> um, and but that seemed to go down well because people were like, "Well, wait, wait, what just happened to wait?" Hunk? Which is that's kind of the vibe. That's what you want because that's basically what Toy is thinking. Is like, wait, what? What just yeah. happened? So, like all of that stuff is. And like added together has actually meant that this week has actually been really nice for me. Mm. It's you know my exit was meaningful to to, to a lot of people. Um, my time there seemed to have been meaningful to people. Like the the kind of messages that I've been getting, and I have been reading them. I haven't been responding to them as sort of diligently as I would like. I'm just I'm useless. Um, I've had so many. It's but they, you know they 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 and yeah they've been many and they've been kind and 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 generous and and incredibly uh, humbling and but I have been reading them I have been reading them and and it's been incredibly validating as well like because you know you don't you don't know you're kind of you know you do these things on a set or in a studio or ever and you know you don't know how it's going to go down you know it might you know and because I'm the kind of bag of anxiety and neurosis i just assume that it's going to be it's going to be the the end of me but like, you'll never work in this town or any other town again because <laughs> you so the fact that it's it's gone down well is just it's just like i don't know it's just it's 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 incredibly warming and 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 yeah like you know it it reinforces the idea that i i 
it wasn't just the job like I was part of a family there yeah. for, for a number of years yeah. and and certainly in regards to you and Gemma I'll, I'll clarify this now before I forget that 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 is not stopping like I am I may be an, an alumni of Corrie, but I'm still very much an active member of Conversation Street. Like that is very much uh, that is that is very much going to be um, a relation, a pair of relationships that I intend to foster and and enjoy. Well, of course, you're very welcome to stay. So, what are you what are you going to miss the most about being on Corrie? Then the people, is it? I guess. It's, yeah, I mean, it's the boring answer, isn't it? Like, it's what everyone says, like, when they're on the rain or whatever. It's like, oh, you know, the people, the people, the people. And I've, I remember watching interviews like that before I started working there and just thinking, what an insipid, pointless, boring answer. Like, it's the worst. But it's it, like having been there now for, for a number of years, it is the truth. It is the truth. Like, jobs are what they are. Like, they can be good. They can be bad. And and Corey uh, over the years and over my tenure there, it has been both. It, you know, but the thing that has made it something that is genuinely special and genuinely something that I will an experience that I will treasure and will remember for forever. Um, it, it's it's the people that work there. It is from from those relationships that I that I sort of. That are, that are closest to me like like the, those who are on the floor like in the, in the acting company like with obviously Georgia and Millie and Sally and Jane Tal but also you know our, our crew our crew are just incredible and like some of the wittiest funniest sharpest people ever and it's almost like they're it's a waste that they're that they're not being put on camera because they're absolutely brilliant and uh I mean you you you've um, met some of our writing staff yeah uh, they they're you know just think of the kind of titanic uh feat that they have to pull off every every day every week every month in order to get this thing made let alone it be good like mm -hmm. it, just to get it on just to get it done like, it's incredible um but it always is like it you know we we to this day we never went dark all, all throughout this entire sort of craziness of the last few years we never went dark and um and that's yeah the kind of industriousness of that department is just oh i mean i i i have i have no words for that so but yeah no it is it is the people it is the people that is that is it like the the kind of iconic nature of the show you might think that oh you know just being on the cobbles or being in the rovers and being like those things they are what they are like they are nice they you know they're nice to see and they're nice to kind of be around and to think you know oh so and so stepped here once you know the, i'm sharing the same sort of floor space as um you know any one of the kind of legends that have worked there over the years yeah. But the, 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 that's not the thing that I'm going to be taking away with me. The thing that I'm taking away is 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 my relationship with those people. The people, yeah. like that, is the thing. Yeah. Um, I know you. I know you done um, a little bit of a work work on um, EastEnders before you went to Corrie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What What would you say working in a soap opera for all this time has has taught you? What lessons are you taking away as an actor? Not to be precious, for mm. one thing. Um, I think that Corrie does teach you to 
get these things done quickly don't slave away like don't don't because what I, I also have a habit of doing this is getting bogged down in stuff and becoming very precious about every single thing to the point where you you you, you cage yourself in and you don't allow yourself to just be 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 free and just be in the moment as the scene's happening you know you know I, I have a habit of being very particular, which is not an admirable, admirable, admirable uh, trait in my line of work. Like, and because, but because Corey moves at such a rate of knots, I say, we've well, got to go in quick. It's got to go out quick. You've just got to just do whatever, whatever feels right in the moment, you just do it. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, and when I did fully let myself um, experience that and do that, I was like, oh, actually, I think that's when I was at my best, if I'm honest. And it was something that I never would have done. Like if I had like, if I was doing a kind of single camera drama and I had six weeks to learn a script and you were doing a scene a day, like it would just be so easy to just get bogged down and like, this is the right way to do it. You stay in your lane. I was like, well, actually like, you know, well then you're not exploring anything then. You're not actually discovering anything then. You've made the decision when you're at home mm. and that's pointless. <laughs> So do not be precious is, is a big one. I mean, I've now got an ability to learn lines very quickly, which is obviously great. Now that I'm in the process of auditioning again. That's that's proving to be very helpful. Um, and um, I mean, it's not a specifically Corey rule, but um, just, you know, just being nice, you know, that that's, I mean, that's not a lesson I learned at Corey, but it's a, it's a lesson that people should learn if they're going to be going into Corey, because the, the nice ones, they're, they're, they they go you know they they're the ones that um, that make an impact you know in their in their own way like you think of um, George Banks like people still talk about George Banks yeah. over there and he did what forty episodes I thought forty odd yeah he was def definitely under fifty so he, he, so he did as I've now found out today he's done a tenth of what I did yeah um, and people still talk about him like he was so well loved over there. Mm. and it's 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 that kind of thing like it's it's just being a nice person to be around and I just I, I was desperately trying to find a way in which to kind of work George into the conversation <laughs> I'll let him know <laughs> yeah he, um yeah no you need to talk to talking about more because that 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 boy is he's a mensch he's brilliant and they also he's brilliant and he should be in more things and what would you say that, um, how, how would you say that you've changed as a person since being on Curry? How, how, are you a different person than you were five years ago? Um, well, that's hard to say. Yeah, it's been like, it's been a long time. Mm. I think I'm, as far as the job's concerned, I certainly feel like I have more ownership of it. Like I feel like, you know, that you know that i'm not a sort of charity case anymore like i you know i i am um worthy of of putting on a census that i am an actor for a living um i i and i have a kind of uh newfound sort of confidence in 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 myself i suppose um as a result of this job because it's, it is just such a supportive atmosphere and it does um sort of tend to you incredibly well like I feel like I've I feel like I've been allowed to have a voice sort of uh in in the 
uh, behind the scenes of it and also the obviously being in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, so there's there is an ownership there that I have over my um my 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 not worth that's a bit that's a bit worthy but my like my contribution and my um yeah just 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 me I guess me as a person like I feel less like a kind of you know a shivering dog there to kind of like some butcher phrase. I, I'm not. I'm not really doing that anymore. It's like no, no. I I have thoughts. I have opinions. Because in in previous jobs, in a previous life, whenever a director, or for example, would come over and offer a note, I would I would take it so poorly. Like not in a kind of like, but I I would feel like quite sad. Like oh no, I I didn't I didn't do good. I didn't do a good. Whereas now I kind of just go, okay, yeah, no, it's a discussion. It's a two-way thing. Like, because I feel like I have something to say, I have an, an, an opinion that is, that deserves to, to be voiced. It doesn't just become a kind of one-way thing and it almost feeling like you'll be a schoolboy being told off. It's like, oh, no, no, we're here. We're making a thing. It's a two-way street. It's, it sounds blindingly obvious now that I'm saying it, but when you're, you know, on a giant set with, you know, dozens of dozens of people and you're being told to maybe do it a little slower or something, you know, something, whatever. It's like, oh God, everyone else is doing their job just fine. And I'm the idiot that's causing the delay. <laughs> when it's not, that's not really how it works. That's not, that's not the thing. <laughs> so it's, um, so it's, it's that, like, I, I, I yeah, it's that, that, that would be mainly it. Like, I, I think, for the most part, I, there's been a relative sort of consistency with me. Like, I, it's the it's the people around me that that have, have they they haven't changed as people, but like they have they're the sort of additive. Like, I, I I'm going away from that. Not having necessarily changed, um, like on a on a fundamental level, but I'm, I'm I've changed in that. I'm oh no, I've got all these like extra uh, loves in my life. You know, all these extra um you know these beautiful um forever forever families as the, as we kept saying in the show yeah. these 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 amazing friendships that that they're, they're the things that i that i get to keep that, that i get to have and they're no burden for sure yeah are you, are you proud of imran as a character and what you've kind of made of him and how he's developed over the years i yeah i i am you know mm. i remember yeah. in the early days um Toya, was it Toya or Leanne or both of them? I can't remember. Drew up a list of pros and cons of Imran. If you were to make that list now, which I still have, by the way, I still have that. You like your memorabilia from the sets, don't you? If you were to make up a list about Imran now, his pros and his cons, what would you what would you put on it? Oh, wow. I mean, Liar was one from from the original list that would have to stay. Yeah. Um, he is. He. How do I phrase this? He like he is willing to sacrifice, and this this covers a lot of bases, but he's willing to sacrifice literally anything in the course of doing what he think is he thinks is right. Mm. And in the case of Jeff and Yasmin, in the case of Kelly and Corey, that worked out okay, certainly in the eyes of the audience. And but in 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 the mo- most recent story, 
him being willing to sacrifice anything, it was his own morals, it was his relationship, it was his uh, foster daughter. Like he was willing to throw everything away in order to do what he thought was right. Because I, I, I maintain that at the very least, he he convinced himself. He's, his lying was convincing enough that he was able to convince himself. So that that I mean that might also be a positive, I guess. Like he's he's just, he's he's very good at his job for sure. Yeah. I think he loves he loves well and deeply. I think his love for his family, whether it be um, Alfie or whether it be a Toya or his, his foster charges over the years. I think he does love absolutely. Like, I think you saw that with his relationship with Rana. I think there is, he he commits and he commits hard. Mm. Um, although that being said, his romantic relationships didn't necessarily indicate that because he is he, a bit of a dirty dog as <laughs> my award, which is no longer on the wall. That's a side dirty dog. I'm in, a, I'm in a different, I'm in a different house. Now, so the the dirty dog. So he, he oh, so that that'll be it. He's a dirty dog. Um, sorry, this is supposed to be more pithy than what I'm making it. <laughs> um, he he's. I mean, I think he's a good lawyer. He didn't do well at actually winning cases. He won a few. He, he did well, did he? He won the. He, he, he won. The, he, he, won he beat Jeff, didn't he? That's the main. Yeah, that's one. That's five years and one. That's not great. <laughs> no, he's not good at his job, but I, I certainly enjoy... He enjoys his job. <laughs> Whatever, that's all right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you I mean, you, you lend quite heavily onto the negative sides then, and, and I, I definitely got the impression over the last few months that that's what, more of what we were seeing to Imran, his kind of shady side. Did you mind that as you were coming towards your final exits, we were seeing more of the, the devious side of Imran? Um, well, yes and no. Like, mainly, I I was always, especially in the lead-up to me leaving, my priority was um, facilitating whatever came next after I've gone, like, making sure that, you know, that I didn't just leave a kind of void, that I actually was kind of a a push towards the next thing, whatever that is. Um, so if that meant that I kind of had to um, be be considered a kind of villain in the eyes of the audience, then 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 so be it. Then that's fine. Like, you know, if it me, you know, especially if it's someone like Sally Carmen, like, you know, I would think I was a villain, too. <laughs> yeah, you because know, she's so lovely and brilliant. Um, it there, like 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 we've said before, like there are versions of the way I I went out that I would have liked to have seen, but it would have, you know, with the Gary stuff especially, but it would have just it would have meant that I would have lost out on as a viewer on too many other things like. The, the Kelly scene with Laura and 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 Gary like doing his his like weird Pilates dance you know <laughs> I, I could have missed that like like my 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 life and my um 
relationship with Corrie is better for having seen that. Yeah. <laughs> you find it hard not to take the criticism of Imran personally, though, because you, you said you were watching and, and, and seeing viewers' reactions and looking on, on Reddit and Twitter and whatever, and there was a lot of lot of hatred towards Imran. Did you? Yeah. Able to um, say that's... The- I think I'd be lying if I wasn't at least a little bit sensitive to it. Like, I don't want to be. I'm not proud of, of the fact that I was. Mm. Um, but at the same time... The, the sort of vitriol was always directed towards him and yeah. not directed towards me. There was a definite distinction being made between, oh, Imran, you're a horrible bastard, bleep is appropriate, um, and I'm Charlie, you're crap at your job. Yeah. Like, like there, 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 there was a sort of distinction there, which was good because... Um, despite the fact that I, I I thought that that this story would be a little bit more ambiguous as to which side of the line the viewers are supposed to go on between Abby and Imran. It, it was at times, I, I still think it was, there were some really lovely scenes with you and Toya, but it, I mean, it's hard because I, when I was watching it, I was more on your side um, because we're mates and, and it was, and, and at any time that um, you know, th- things were looking good for you. I was like saying, yeah, that's right, they are the goodies. But you're right, I think on the whole, it's felt like they wanted us to side with Abby more. And I think people have been siding with Abby more. So do you, do you think it's going to be difficult for Toya to, to recover? Have you, you know, has she been left in the lurch a little bit by the story? Do you think she's going to... No, I, I, I don't think so. I think the character of Toya has not she's certainly not been left in the lurch like she's going to be very much a focus moving forward because i have actually in a week or two after i left i i spent a i spent a bit of time up in manchester before i moved mm. and i read lines with georgia because um well one because i was I, I actually genuinely like doing it like i i i, I don't know i don't know why <laughs> it's my job i suppose um but also because I was curious as to what's going to be coming next. <laughs> and um, and the stuff that she has, like there is a, like she's going to be um, a big kind of figurehead of the show kind of moving forward. And rightly so. It's It's been long overdue. Oh, and yeah. something I have spoken about for, not in such explicit terms. It's mainly been me because she's obviously too... Um, uh, um, What's the word now? What is the word? Like when you don't want to do oh I can't remember words now. She's it's too not. she's too nice. I'll stick with nice. <laughs> you, kind of, you kind of go, well, I should be the focal point of the show. Modest, there it is. That's it, yes. Um, um but she yeah, no, I I I I've been telling I've been sort of banging this drum for years in that Toya should be, you know, and well, mostly Georgia, but Toya uh, as an extra should be focused on all the time. I think she's brilliant. I think, I think she's a massive coup for the show. I think having her come back uh, all those years ago um, was such a brilliant get. And it's only now really that it's like, um she's being put front and center like it's properly her it's mm. it's properly about her yeah and, and i think that like, like, 
Oh, go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I think this past week especially has shown what a fantastic actress she is. Some yeah. of the performances I mean, in this, like, this Got Talent Week. Like, even that that needed to be proven. Like, she's oh, proven yeah. like, time and time again. But it's, it's like, yeah, the, yeah like, and I would agree. Like, the scene that she had with baby Alfie. Yeah. Like, I, because I hadn't seen that. Like, I wasn't there for that, obviously. Like, I I had left by then, by the time they shot that. Um, and I was crying and crying and crying. And I said, I told Georgia about that. And she assumed it was because it was just a sad week for me because obviously it was my final final uh, mm. time there. And it was like, no, 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 no. It was like, like the week itself has actually been really invigorating for me because the response has been so good. And, and I think watching it, it's, it, it, it it's a piece, as it were, like that week being a kind of a story in and of itself is something I'm really proud of. But no, it's just your performance. It was just unbelievable. Like you're talking to a baby, a baby that I have worked with that I know full well doesn't cooperate all of the time. <laughs> it's and and you're just absolutely killing it. Yeah. And it was just, it was so sad. It was so sad. And she, she, yeah. So, so having her um, be right front and center and in the thick of it is something that I'm, yeah. I'm I, well, I'm really looking forward to, if nothing else. Yeah. Do you think you are going to be tuning in from time to time still to, to keep up with what, what Ellie's doing, what Joy is doing, what Abby's doing? 100%. Um, you frozen video for me, by the way. So I'm not sure. Like, I'm good. Can you still hear me and see I can me? I still hear you. Back. We're fine. It's all right. Let's just plow on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I have asked um, both Georgia and Millie to let me know whenever they have big stuff coming up. Um, Georgia already has let me know about big stuff coming up for her. Good, good. Um, uh, Millie, I know that there is. Um, stuff kind of going to be coming she hasn't it's not it's not the stage yet where she can give me specific dates but that big stuff is coming for her and i yeah i i mean i would watch the two of them read the phone book so if they've so i'm quite happy to sit and watch them do be brilliant um doing their own um big stuff in corey so um so yeah i'll certainly be tuning in for that and i'm i'm going to be doing my absolute best to keep on top of it um otherwise but um but yeah like the the nature of my job now um is is quite different to to when i was there is that and then i'm i'm kind of a, a bit of tumbleweed i'm just being buffeted around by the wind like i don't I don't know where I will be or what I'm doing or, or you are doing I'm... things aren't you even though you're not allowed to tell us what they are you are a bit you are keeping busy I am keeping busy. I am, um, I yes, I know. I have been told under under punishment of death that, to to not mention anything, despite the fact that you are incredibly savvy, and I think that you've managed to work stuff out of me before. Like you mentioned on the podcast, when would it have been? Would have been uh, uh, the Friday's just gone. Yeah. How or you know, I met up. With, we met up with Charlie. Um, um, <laughs> and very good at keeping it quiet. I'm pretty sure I told you everything, but I, I might remember it differently because you're, you're very kind of good at just kind of 
just going and um what about uh such and such I, oh yeah such and such such and such such and such like you know just you know exactly what to ask you're very good you're very I'll good i'll do my best not to try and weasel this one out of you because uh you know if you've been told i'm pain of death i wouldn't want to have that on my conscience no you wouldn't and also between you and i you wouldn't want to know anyway Right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, right. Um, what other things can we talk? We've been talking for ages, forever, but I've still got more that I could ask you. Tell me, tell I'm me, tell me something about your time on the show that you haven't told anyone. Give me an exclusive, Charlie. Tell me your story. Ooh. Um, oh, actually, okay. This is going way back. Um, now you, you, we, we spoke about this earlier about what a kind of like, I look like a thawed out caveman. Uh, in my first few episodes uh, working there. So I, I was doing that because of a play and that play was still running whilst I was doing my kind of audition cycle, as it were. So I had a, an initial audition with Jenny Radcliffe um, and then I had to do a screen test um, with Bavna. Mm -hmm. And she just basically had a kind of rotating uh, uh, door of potential brothers which is coming in and the way this screen test work Corey is is basically they co-opt an entire set in our case it was the bistro so we had a full set full crew lights cameras everything was there right and everyone there and you've you've been there before you've seen what that little waiting area looks like by the security yeah. and we're all waiting there and everyone looks just like a kind of better a version of me that's in better shape and is wearing a nicer outfit. <laughs> it's like, God's sake, what is the point? Because I've come up, I've come up on my day off from this play. I I knew it was to play a lawyer, and so I tried on a suit, but I had this giant beard and this long hair, and it was like I look like Brendan Fraser in that like Neanderthal film. Yeah, I know what it's called now. First, is it First Man? I can't remember. I know anyway. the one you mean though. I look like a kind of defrosted Neanderthal. I look ridiculous. I'm not going to wear a suit. I'm just going to wear like jeans and a t-shirt and a jacket. Because like I can only work with what I've got here, guys. <laughs> um, so I get there. I'm in like turned up jeans and the Doc Martens and everyone's there like three-piece suit, neck up, tie up to the neck. And I go in, and Bav obviously is an absolute delight. And I've been given the way that the screen test worked was that they give you a kind of dummy script mm -hmm. where it's instead of it kind of just like making sense, it's like going from happy to raging angry to crying to happy again to angry to just to see if you can make your way through all those things and make it make sense that's part of part of the 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 sort of i don't want to say test but it's the best word i can think of the sort of quote unquote test and so i do all this with bav and it's all sparking off really well we've got a nice kind of thing going on um and i walk away and um Jen, Jenny, who happens to be there, gives me a little nudge and goes, oh, I think I think job won't be a good one. And I go, ooh, well, oh, thank you very much. Because um, that, never, that never happens. You never kind of get any kind of positive reinforcement in these things. And then the following day, I think, I basically get a message via my agent going, 
is um is Charlie taking the Mickey? Uh, <laughs> and I go, wait, what? Why? Is because literally everyone showed up like clean cut, nice hair, suit, and Charlie looked like he just woke <laughs> woken up. <laughs> And and my agent panicked, said, Charlie, can you send them a picture of you in a suit, like looking good, like looking sharp now? And and so I did. I like found I found like I just like because I've been to press nights for plays and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I, I sent them a photo. And it was literally by the grace of the fact that I had done a play the previous year where I had to wear a suit and look nice that got me the job at all. Like they were, they were ready to kind of go, this guy is taking the mick. He, <laughs> he's, he's not serious about getting this job. He just showed up looking like a dopey ape boy and, and just kind of, and barely, you know, not even wearing a nice sort of, uh, any clothes or anything. He's just looking like a total scruff. And so by the grace of my agent going, Charlie, would you make... So it was it was a photo. A photo yeah. partly booked me the job. <laughs> well, but, I hope, hope this is a lesson for you for future auditions, then. That's all I can say. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't, don't... Well, well, in my defence, I was doing a job at the time. Like, I couldn't shave. I couldn't cut my hair. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I'm trying to think of another one that might be good. What are they, what kind of things, what kind of things? Tell us, uh, I, I know, I already I've know the answer. I've shuffle already, haven't I? Yeah, you what? I've told you about the rover shuffle already, haven't I? Yeah, you said about the, the rover shuffle, getting, getting in sideways to the door. Oh, can yeah, you, yeah, can yeah, you yeah, tell yeah. us, I, I know some of these already, but for the listeners, tell us some nicknames that the cast have for each other. Because I love these. Oh, um, oh no. Oh no! The way you asked that made me think that. Oh no! I should know some of these. Do I not? Are these things I, I should know? I thought that we've talked about this. Tell, tell us about your one with you and Chris Gascoigne, at least. Oh yes, yes, yes! I can tell you this. Tell me okay. that. One. That's one that. So I the scene where there it was Rana's sort of memorial thing. Mm-hmm. I can't quite remember now. Where um, Faye Brooks and I. Kind of go, Carla, you're you is your fault. You did like I'm 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 a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did the things. And um roof, report, report, report. Report. Whatever happened to the report? That's a that's report. a loose thread that they're never gonna cut now, is it? <laughs> I think um, I think anyway. it might be underneath your pillow behind you there, Charlie, I reckon. Honestly, six months I was banging on about that bloody report. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um fair Kate, Kate's her name is Kate Connor goes, I'm sick of this, I'm going away. And she storms off and is walking along Victoria Street, and I'm chasing after going, Kate, 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 stop. And uh, uh, Peter Barlow, Chris Gascoigne, sort of stops me and goes, whoa, 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 what you doing? Duh, duh, duh. And instead of kind of, you know, because they runs cross because of Rana and the report. And so instead of actually stopping and having a conversation with this man, he just dinks him straight in the eye and carries on his merry way. But I could not stop myself 
from making this the the sound effect like like Ewan McGregor apparently does <laughs> when he when he's when he's playing Obi Wan doing the, <laughs> the lightsaber. Every time he stepped up to me and I punched him, I just went doof, doof, as, as I hit him, just this little, <laughs> like making the sound effect to the point where Chris, kind of hands on his hips, was going, Charlie, what are you doing? Like, you, you, you don't, you don't say it, you just do it. <laughs> and so, okay, all right, sorry, Chris. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, oh, no, no, doof. Oh, we'll do it again. Ah, and then did five, six, seven takes. We're going in a quarry. Like, if you're going to the seventh take, like, it's like, it's bad, it's bad times. Um, and to the point where he hand on hip kind of declared to the crew and the world that now and forevermore shall I be known as D O O F exclamation point. Doof. I shall be. <laughs> So um, as we pass each other in the corridor or on the stairwell, so, you're right, Duff. Little little nod, little upwards nod. All right, Duff. That's so funny. So yeah, ever. I also wanted to ask, and um, we are nearly at the end now. I wanted to ask about that brilliant piece of artwork that you put online the other day. The um, the Charlie has left Coronation Street. Spider Man in. Yeah, my leaving poster. Yeah, tell us about where that came from. Well, I came up with I came up with the idea. Yeah. Um, because I am, um, I like I'm a big, uh, I'm a big comics fan, I'm a big nerd of of all different kinds, um, and I all, I really really wanted to have a decent leaving poster because so many of them are such like clip art nonsense. They're usually so rubbish and so easy to ignore when the thing you want is to catch people's attention so they actually come to the bloody thing. Mm. And I just, I just, I love that that panel of um, from Spider-Man No More of of Peter Parker walking down an alley away from the Spider-Man suit as it's kind of flopping um, out of a bin. Which um, in the second film they they've got a little sort of visual reference to, and I just thought it would be really cool just to kind of take the 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 slightly more recognizable aspects of Imran's costume the ITV pass and all that stuff and kind of similarly jam it in the bin, um, have it kind of flopping out and hanging out. And um, uh, uh, and then doing the kind of solemn walk away from it. And so it was uh, Danielle who works in our um, uh, uh, press office. And she's, al- she's also the person that does the, you know, when people are doing the stills uh, yeah. on, Digital, not digital spy, yeah, digital spy, and yeah. other kind of online outlets where people are like mid conversation and they're like, like doing the midway through a gesture when in fact they're taking a photo and it always looks a little bit weird and posed. Um, <laughs> but that's no fault of hers. That's that's fault of mine. Um, it that's her. That's her that does that. Right, right. And so I asked her, like, I've got this idea. Like, would you be interested? Would you would you be able to do it? Are you happy? And she goes, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And so we did that. We did a little photo shoot and we had like a bunch of different versions. Like I was walking in slightly different ways and like turning my head in slightly different ways. And then I took it to um, our um, art department. So one of our graphic designers, who's a freelancer called Jan, um, who I presented him the, the, the photo that Danielle had taken. And he went, because uh, he, I, I'd been given his name because apparently he's, Apparently, amongst his department, he famously will would know the reference. He is a giant nerd, apparently. 
I don't know. I don't know him well enough to say for certain, but his department tells me this. Yeah. And I say, look, this is kind of what I'm thinking. This is kind of the information that I need to kind of convey. Like, is this something you'd be able to do or be interested in doing? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I go, well, what's, you know, what's your going rate? Like, of course, I don't want to pay for, I don't want to kind of take advantage of your time. And he goes, no, 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 don't, don't, don't worry about it. And I, I spoke to his colleagues later and said, like, what, I need to get him something. Like, does he, does he, would he like a bottle of wine or did it? And the two options I was given were get him a Gundam figurine or get him a PlayStation <laughs> Network, uh, like, <laughs> little, little I was like, this guy's my people. This guy, this guy. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he, I gave him the vaguest of like, this is the photo, this is the Spider-Man thing, like, and he he did it. He had it done by that by the end of uh, of close that day. Wow. Like it was unbelievable. Like he, he went. You know what? This is something that that actually interests me. Yeah. <laughs> something. This is this is a a thing that I can do. And yeah, he he, he knocked it out in like a few hours. Like it was incredible. And I'm so pleased with that. I think it looks so cool. Yes. Something else for your wall alongside the dirty dog certificate. Yes, and also the yeah that that same art department. I was, we got print offs done to put around the building at Corrie. And I was literally midway through saying, oh no, I, I'll, I will make sure to take one of them down off the wall uh, before I before I wrap so I can have it. And literally as I'm kind of midway through saying this, someone just presents me, I think it was Rose who worked there, or Rosie, um, presents me a framed copy of that self same uh, uh, poster, which I have not, on the walls anywhere because this is again this is not where i live it's in a it's in a box downstairs and I'm, i can't wait to, to get it up again in all its glory great right this is going to be the last thing charlie because this has been like a movie length interview we've done today hasn't it but i wanted to try it's my to... last one michael let me have my time are you going to come on to the anniversary podcast i hope in the summer oh yes 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 i will for that i'm sure <laughs> we're not letting you go right i want to do a speed round because I've never done one of these in the interview before, so I'm going to give you a this or that choice, okay? And you have to you have to just tell me straight what you it's, it's one or the other. Yeah, it's one of the... For example, if I was to say Corrie or EastEnders, the answers would, of course, be... It would be, it would be Corrie. Exactly. Right. Or if, oh, I yeah. to say, <laughs> if I were to say live-action Aladdin or original Aladdin... Oh, it, okay, no, no, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. Here we go. you give me low balls. I like it. Right, so first one, Toya or Leanne? It, it would have, it would have to be Toya. It would have. To what be. about Toya or Abby? Oh, it's still Toya. Like, you know, like um, George is my girl. George is my girl forever. Okay, Elsie or Kelly? Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that that is harder. Um, uh, Elsie doesn't have as much back chat, obviously. <laughs> no. like, literally never spoke <laughs> but no that would be Kelly Kelly uh, um, uh, Millie's a diamond um, lawyer Imran or family man Imran oh alright I think I think I enjoyed lawyer Imran more okay okay taking, taking down Jeff or taking down Corey or trying to take down Corey <laughs> Again, close. I think it's the Jeff one. Okay. Um, barrister wig or big grey coat? Oh, good. Coat can get in the bin. <laughs> coat can get in the damn sea. The cursed sea. Um, wig. A wig any day of the week. My okay. God. Um, indoor, indoor shoot or outdoor shoot? 
Indoor. Indoor. Okay. It's Manchester. It's always raining. Yeah. Punching Peter or punching Nick? Ooh. Punching Nick. Punching Nick. Okay. Um, lawyer's office or Toya and Imran's flat? A lawyer's office. Okay. Okay. Uh... If you want explanations, I'm happy to give, but we're doing speed round. <laughs> um, meat lasagna or veggie lasagna? Mm. Is this Charlie or Imran? Charlie. Meat, meat, meat lasagna. Veggie, <laughs> like, like aubergines are not a nice vegetable, guys. Like, come on now. No, it's true. It's true. Um, okay. And I'll give you this last one. I did tell you about this one yesterday. This is from one from uh, one of our patrons, Giselle. She wants to know, would you rather be run over by a thousand duck-sized horses or one giant horse-sized duck? Um, it's, if it's a giant duck, it would have duck feet, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. So they're, so they're flat and kind of floppy. And would it weigh the same as a horse? Or is it just the horse size? Ducks a lot of feather in there, isn't there? Yeah, and a lot of hollow bones. They've got hollow bones, haven't they, birds? Mm. I Sounds think like just to get one. over. And, I think just to get her over and done with. Give me a giant, but give me a giant duck. Okay, okay. Because a thousand, <laughs> a thousand little ducks. You're you're lying on the floor for days. Yeah, yeah. You're there for ages. <laughs> okay, I think we are done. You've passed the speed round, Charlie. That was very interesting. That's what I win. Um. I'll get back to you on that one. I win a lovely... Oh, yeah, I love it. Conversation Street. A, a lovely Conversation Street water bottle, which you can fill with hot and cold liquids, and it keeps hot liquids hot and cold liquids cold. Nice, nice. We'll, we'll use that on the adverts. Charlie, thank you so much. It's been lovely speaking to you today. It's been... It's been As a always. The, the, the last one. I have really, really thoroughly enjoyed it and, and loved watching you on Coronation Street as well. You know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Like, and I've said this to you before, like... You and Gemma have been a constant throughout my time there. Even before the the three of us started chatting, like you, you guys were my first kind of um, uh, resource that I used, and kind of got getting a, a lay of the land into what the hell I was getting myself in for. <laughs> and so, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, well, best of luck for the future. And um, I will, I'm sure we will be seeing you soon at the Soap Awards as well. Are you going to the Soap Awards next week? I will be at the Soap Awards next week. I cannot yeah. wait. We will be uh, there. Yeah, and also it'll be nice to 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 be there, you know, all, you know, but almost I'm kind of like bridging the gap, basically, between a kind of it being a work do and being there as a fan. Like, because I, I, yeah, I don't work there anymore, but I get I get to kind of enjoy... Uh, sort of basking in 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 a do like that, so it's 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 going to be really fun. Yeah, good. Well, I will let you go now, Charlie. Thank you again, and I will speak to you again very soon. I certainly hope so. <laughs> See you. Bye bye. Take care. Phew. And there we go. Oh, that is Charlie. it. Our epic Charlie DeMello the movie <laughs> is over. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Feature length presentation. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's not going to be the last time that he appears on the podcast. Like we said, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to rope him back in for something around our 10th anniversary later this year. Mm. But um, yeah, God, that's the last time that he's going to be doing a, a proper Coronation Street related interview, I imagine, or at least a, a decent length one like that. Not even Lorraine could get him this week. So, um, this is a this is a proper exclusive this is oh it's so yeah. lovely to talk to him he's such a nice guy isn't he but he's so nice we 
already talked a lot about how nice he is in our last podcast. We won't give him a big hat. We don't want to give him that that, (laughs) that hat won't fit on if he he does. So, um, okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and stuck through right to the end. Thank you again, Charlie, for everything for coming on and having a chat as well. And um, yeah, see you, see you soon, everybody. Bye bye for now. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Oh, 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 oh,